Hello and welcome back to Coco Sleep, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. I think tonight's story features a creature we've not met yet. We've had many encounters with many animals by now, but never yet a story starring a raccoon. And he's not any old raccoon either. He's a mischievous little raccoon known by many wonderful names. Speaking of names, it's time I gave a big, big, big shout out to our newest collection of Coco Clubbers. Are you ready? Hello and welcome to Harold, Evie, Munro, Melissa, Cecily, Myla, Hannah and Fern and their dog Rex. Now, if you haven't heard your name, don't worry, it will soon be your turn. Sleep HQ has been flooded with lovely messages and requests recently, and Coco's very busy writing all your names down on my list, so keep listening, I'll get to you very soon. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Now then, let's jump into bed now and get ready to listen to tonight's story, after relaxing with some nice, calm breaths. Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Slow it down a little and breathe in for three and then out for four. Now in for four and out for four. Lovely. Breathe normally and gently close your eyes and snuggle down as I'm about to introduce you to our friend, a mischievous little raccoon called Munchie. He's very friendly and loves to visit a street called Strawberry Avenue. I wonder why. And he's a very popular visitor with all the families there, and he's often handed treats when he stops by. As Munchie moves from house to house, his belly gets bigger and bigger and he gets up to even more shenanigans than usual in this tale. Let's begin Munchie the Raccoon's Lazy Afternoon by Alicia Ainsley. Munchie was a raccoon who spent his time between his three favourite hobbies. One was roaming around wherever he pleased, and making a home in different places each night. Two was rummaging in trash cans for scraps of food and finding meals wherever he could. And three was making mischief. Luckily for Munchie, he'd found a street full of houses that were always happy to feed him a scrap or two. For years, Munchie had visited Strawberry Avenue and the families who lived there. There were four houses on one side of the street that all had gardens separated by big wooden fences. When Munchie felt like paying Strawberry Avenue a visit, he knew he was guaranteed to be greeted by at least one of the families and fed a little treat during his visit. On a particularly warm summer's day, 
Munchie the raccoon made his way to Strawberry Avenue. He hadn't eaten anything particularly scrumptious in a few days, and he was ready for a good feed. If any of the families were at home, then he knew they would be happy to oblige. The families he always visited were the Johnson family, the Lopez family, the Young family and the Garcia family. They were all equally as generous as each other, so Munchie had a good feeling that today he would receive a meal fit for a king. Munchie crawled up to the first garden fence and began climbing. Raccoons are excellent climbers, and he made his way over the fence with ease. Landing on the soft green grass, Munchie meandered up to the Johnson family's house. They had big glass sliding doors that led out onto the back porch, and Munchie made his way up to them. He placed his little hands on either side of his face and pressed his snout up against the glass to peek inside. His eyes darted from side to side as he inspected the inside of their house. He couldn't see any of the Johnson family members, but he could see a few plates of food laid out on the kitchen countertop. Munchie licked his lips, and his tummy started to rumble. How could he get hold of some of that food? He waited a few minutes to see if any of the Johnsons came by, but there was no sign of them. So he decided to attempt to grab their attention. Using his tiny fingers, he started tap, tap, tapping on the glass door. Tap, 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 he went over and over again. Munchie wasn't giving up easily, and he stood there tapping away for a few minutes before, to his delight, two of the Johnson children wandered into the kitchen. Can you hear that? The 11-year-old Johnson boy asked his sister. Where is that sound coming from? Right on cue, the seven-year-old Johnson daughter glanced out of the glass doors and spotted Munchie the raccoon standing there on the back porch, with his little hands poised above the glass. It's Cottontail, the Johnson daughter cried with excitement, dashing forward to open the back door. Cottontail was what the Johnson family liked to call Munchie. He didn't think his tail looked particularly like Cotton, but he didn't mind the nickname. The daughter opened up the glass door and bent down to stroke Munchie's head. The Johnson family loved him and were always so excited when Munchie came to visit. Mom, Cottontail is here, the son called out into the house before joining his sister in petting Munchie. Munchie adored the attention and rolled over onto his back like a dog for belly rubs. The Johnson mother came into the kitchen and saw Munchie lying on the floor, getting attention from the kids. She laughed and said, Hello, Cottontail. We've missed you. The Johnson family made a fuss of Munchie before asking him the golden question. 
Would he like some food? Munchie, or Cottontail in this particular household, followed the mother over to the kitchen countertop where the plates of food were laid out. Now, what can we give you today? She muttered under her breath as she scanned the plates on the counter. Munchie's belly rumbled and grumbled as he waited with eager anticipation. Eventually, Mommy Johnson grabbed a couple of morsels of food off the plates and bent down to Munchie. She held out her hand and inside her palm she had a pizza roll, a few berries and a slice of hard-boiled egg. Munchie's eyes widened with delight. What a feast! He gratefully took the bits of food from Mommy Johnson's hand and gobbled them all up. They were always a generous family, but today she had given him more than usual. He had definitely picked the right day to drop by for a visit. With a satisfied belly, Munchie wandered back onto the porch, not wanting to outstay his welcome. The Johnson children gave him a final pet before telling him to visit again soon. Munchie waved his little hands at the family and crawled off into the garden and over the opposite fence. It was time to visit another family he knew. Munchie climbed down the fence into the next garden. This garden belonged to the Lopez family, and much to Munchie's delight, they were already outside, as if they were waiting for him. Mr. and Mrs. Lopez were sitting down, drinking a jug of iced tea on the veranda, when they spotted Munchie walking towards them. Well, look who it is, Mr. Lopez chuckled with amusement. Mrs. Lopez glanced over her shoulder and declared, It's Greedy Gonzalez. Mr. and Mrs. Lopez were no fools. They knew that Munchie only ever came round looking for food, hence their nickname for him. Munchie liked the nickname. He thought it suited him quite well. The midday sun was beating down on the Lopez's garden, and Mrs. Lopez topped up her sun lotion while she spoke. Do we have anything we can give, Greedy Gonzalez? She asked her husband. Munchie waited patiently while they debated what to feed their hungry visitor. Just as Munchie thought he might be out of luck this time, Mr. Lopez went into the house and came back out with a bowl of fresh, smoky mac and cheese. I hope you like buffalo sauce, little guy, Mr. Lopez said as he placed the bowl of mac and cheese on the table, grabbed a spoon and dunked it into the oozing, cheesy dish. He scooped a big serving out and onto the floor in front of Munchie. Munchie, or Greedy Gonzalez at this house, crept up to the macaroni cheese and gave it a sniff. The cheesy pasta was covered in a sticky sauce that smelt a little bit spicy. Munchie liked spicy food, 
so he decided to give it a go. He shoveled it into his mouth ravenously. It was delicious. He ate and ate until all the mac and cheese was gone. Licking the leftover sauce off his lips, Munchie patted his belly triumphantly. He could always count on the Lopez's for good food. I think he liked the buffalo sauce, Mrs. Lopez smiled, watching Munchie lick his fingers clean. Munchie sniffed the air and noticed that a smoky scent was floating on the breeze. He turned to glance over the fence to the Lopez's neighbours and spotted a plume of smoke cascading up into the sky. He was intrigued. Munchie thanked the Lopez's for their kindness in his usual way. He tiptoed over to them at their table and brushed his long, fuzzy, striped tail against their legs. Mr. and Mrs. Lopez grinned and responded, You're welcome, greedy Gonzales. Come again soon. Then Munchie the raccoon made his way over to the next fence. He was feeling very pleased with himself. His stomach was feeling much fuller now, and it was even beginning to protrude with all the pizza rolls, berries, hard-boiled egg and buffalo mac and cheese bobbing around inside. He patted it with contentment before climbing up the fence post. He had to move a little slower now. All the food in his belly was starting to weigh him down. He dragged his body up and up until he reached the top of the fence and could rest for a moment. He caught his breath and looked down into the next garden. His eyes lit up with delight as he realised what all the smoke had been that he had seen floating above the fence. The next garden belonged to the young family. The young family consisted of a mother, father, a little girl called Darcy and their family dog, Chow Chow. Chow Chow rolled around in the grass, playing with a squeaky toy while Darcy sat in a paddling pool with her mother. Mr. Young was standing next to the barbecue, sizzling sausages and flipping burger patties on the grill. That was what the smoke had been, the barbecue. Munchie inhaled the smoky aroma and his tongue began to salivate as he imagined gobbling up a burger or two. With a belly full of food already, Munchie shimmied his way down the fence post and into the young family's garden. Straight away, Chow Chow the dog raced over to greet Munchie and licked his face affectionately. Munchie batted the friendly dog away, and wiped the slobber from his furry cheek. Munchie wasn't usually that fond of dogs, but he didn't mind Chow Chow. Next, Darcy, the little girl, noticed Munchie's arrival, and she called out, Look, Mommy, it's Ricky Raccoon.
This was maybe Munchie's least favourite of the names given to him by the residents of Strawberry Avenue, but he would put up with it for a bite of that barbecued food. Munchie scampered over to the paddling pool and washed his itty-bitty hands in the cool water, much to Darcy's amusement. His fingers were still covered in sticky buffalo sauce, and he wanted it gone now. Look, Mommy, Ricky Raccoon is washing his hands. Darcy giggled happily, and her mother laughed too. He must be washing his hands ready for lunch, Mrs. Young added. Darcy turned to her daddy, standing at the barbecue, and pleaded, Please, can Ricky Raccoon have a beetroot burger, Daddy, please? Mr. Young chuckled and replied, The burgers are still cooking, so he will need to wait until they've cooled down a bit first. Darcy smiled and replied, Okay, Daddy, thank you. Munchie was grateful for the break in receiving his food anyway. His tummy already had quite a lot of food in it. He wanted to have room to enjoy the beetroot burger properly. While he waited for the burgers to cool down, Munchie, or Ricky Raccoon, as the youngs referred to him, decided to go for a little splash in the paddling pool. The mid-afternoon sun was hot and he needed to cool down his furry body too. He jumped in next to Darcy, and she squealed with glee as the funny raccoon sat next to her. They splashed each other back and forth and played a little game. Even Chow Chow wanted to get involved and join in the fun. Once Munchie had suitably cooled down in the paddling pool, Mr. Young announced that the burgers were ready. Darcy bounded over to the garden table and Munchie followed closely behind, with Chow Chow in tow. Darcy put a beetroot burger on a paper plate. Then she loaded it up with a splurge of ketchup and a dollop of mustard, before turning round to face Munchie. Can Ricky Raccoon sit at the table? Darcy asked her mother and father. But they both cracked up with laughter and told her that Ricky would need to eat on the ground. He was a raccoon, after all. Darcy shrugged her shoulders and said, Okay, here you go, Ricky. Then she placed the paper plate on the ground in front of Munchie and waited for him to tuck in. Munchie immediately grabbed the beetroot burger off the plate and gobbled it down. The combination of the flavours of the earthy beetroot, sweet ketchup and tangy mustard tasted mouth-watering. Darcy giggled as she watched Munchie eat the beetroot burger in one mouthful and she turned back to her parents and said, Ricky Raccoon must be really hungry. He ate that so fast. But little did Darcy Young know that Munchie was far from hungry. In fact, he was now so full 
that his belly was poking out and he felt like he couldn't manage another bite. He picked up the paper plate and licked it clean. When he was finished, he discarded it to the side and Chow Chow the dog picked it up and carried it off to his bed to chew on. Darcy's mummy grabbed her attention and said, Darcy, honey, your food is getting cold. Darcy listened to her mother and turned back to Munchie. She patted him on the head and said, I've got to go eat my food now, Ricky, but I hope you'll come for lunch again soon. Munchie smiled gratefully and watched her climb up into her chair at the garden table. The afternoon was drawing closer to its end, and it wouldn't be too long before the summer sun started fading away. Before he retired to bed for the night, Munchie had one last house on Strawberry Avenue to visit. He waddled over to the other garden fence, and attempted to climb it. He took a couple of reaches upwards, but then slid back down. He tried climbing again, but yet again, he slid back down the post. Munchie kept trying to climb the fence, but with no success. His little legs and claws couldn't carry the weight of his belly full of food. Oh no, cried Darcy, watching from the table. Ricky can't climb the fence. Mr. and Mrs. Young watched as the mischievous raccoon persistently tried to climb up the fence, but over and over again kept falling down onto his bottom. Mrs. Young got up from the table and walked over to Munchie or Ricky, as she called him. She picked him up and groaned as she lifted him and placed him on top of the fence. Waving goodbye, Munchie rolled his way over the final garden fence and into the garden of the Garcia family. His belly was so full that it was popping out like a beach ball in his stomach, and he walked a lot slower than he did earlier in the day. Munchie's tummy was so full of yummy food that he felt sleepy. He gazed around the Garcia family's garden and noticed that there was nobody around. The late afternoon sun cast a golden glow over their lawn and crystal clear swimming pool. And Munchie found himself stretching out his arms and taking a big yawn. Munchie's eyes felt droopy, and he suddenly felt the urge to take a long nap. He waddled over to the swimming pool where he noticed an inflated floating water mattress resting against the side. He hauled himself with his chubby little belly onto the water mattress and pushed it out into the middle of the water. He laid back and enjoyed the bobbing sensation 
as he glided with ease across the water and into the center of the swimming pool. Munchie closed his eyes and sighed. He tapped his big belly, satisfied and relaxed. A little nap in the evening sun was just what he needed, and the gentle drifting of the floating water mattress rocked him away to a sweet slumber. After a while, Munchie's ears began to twitch. He could hear a gentle chattering sound around him. He peeped open one of his eyes and squinted in the fading evening sun. Once his eyes adjusted to the light, he noticed a sea of faces staring down at him. There was the Garcia family, of course, but by their side were the Johnson family, the Lopez family, and the Young family. Munchie looked up at them all sheepishly from his reclined position on the floating mattress. Why were they all together? Were they annoyed? that he had eaten all their food and then fallen asleep in the swimming pool? But Munchie's questions were answered when the four families burst out into laughter. Oh, Cottontail, the Johnson family gushed with amusement. That's typical of Greedy Gonzalez, the Lopez's added. He must be filled up after enjoying that beetroot burger, the youngs chuckled. The Johnsons mentioned how he had scoffed up lots of pizza rolls and berries at their house, and the Lopez's brought up how he had gobbled up buffalo mac and cheese at theirs. All of the families laughed together, at Little Munchie's garden food tour. No wonder he needed a nap in the Garcia's family pool. Munchie smiled mischievously from the middle of the swimming pool. What a relief. Nobody was mad at him. Instead, they all found it rather funny. Munchie made his way back to the side of the swimming pool and hopped off the water mattress and onto the patio. He shook his furry body and water droplets shot off in all directions. The families all giggled at Munchie and started walking back down the lawn towards the house. Munchie spotted immediately that down at the bottom of the garden was a buffet table, all laid out for everyone to pick from. There was a bowl of mac and cheese from the Lopez's, burgers from the Young's, pizza rolls from the Johnson's, and the Garcia's had neatly laid out other various nibbles, including a big ice cream cake. 
the four families had come together to enjoy the last of the day's warm sun with a garden party, and Munchie was clearly now the guest of honour. Munchie thought he had room for just one more thing, dessert. As if she read his mind, Mrs. Garcia walked over to him with a bowl of ice cream cake. Munchie lapped up the delicious, sugary cake from the bowl and licked his lips triumphantly. He had enjoyed quite the feast today. Noticing a spare sun lounger in a shaded corner of the garden, Munchie trundled his way over and laid down again. He definitely couldn't manage any more food today. He had devoured his fair share of tasty treats, all supplied by the kind families he visited often on this street. Munchie closed his eyes once more and took a deep breath in of the warm evening air. Mr. Garcia gently placed a little blanket over Munchie's big belly and legs to keep him warm and comfortable, and Munchie snuggled up beneath it. The four families continued with their garden soiree, whilst Munchie rested after a long day of climbing fences, exploring gardens, and eating enough food to feed a neighbourhood party. The mischievous raccoon drifted off peacefully and snored like a jet plane from his lounger, while the sun set over the tops of the houses on Strawberry Avenue, and the rest of the neighbourhood wound down for the night.